Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Rousing rally. President Trump skips a big D.C. dinner for his own party with a friendly crowd in a lesser-known Washington, Washington, Michigan. Is this better than that phony Washington White House correspondence? Attacking his critics. Well, I know things about Tester, and if I said him, he'd never be elected again. Republican Governor John Kasich is here in moments. Plus, historic summit. President Trump touts his own diplomatic efforts in the Korean peace talks. It's certainly something that I hope I can do for the world. And says he's ready to meet with Kim Jong-un. I think that uh, something very dramatic could happen. But is Kim Jong-un really interested in peace? Senator James Langford of the Homeland Security and Intelligence Committees is here next. And Trump talks. The president weighs in on the Stormy Daniels case. But might his comments have legal implications? The president once again made a critical mistake. Stormy Daniels lawyer Michael Avenatti is here ahead. Hello, I'm Dick Tapper in Washington, where the State of Our Union is attempting to rally after a long night. President Trump was in a different Washington last night, holding a campaign event with supporters in Washington, Michigan, instead of attending the annual White House Correspondents Association dinner in Washington, D.C. As members of the press and his administration attempted to honor the First Amendment and journalism, President Trump made use of his freedom of speech, attacking the news media and his political foes, and touting this week's talks between North and South Korea, saying he is not getting enough credit. They were saying... What do you think uh, President Trump had to do with it? I'll tell you what. Like, how about everything? President Trump also attacked his latest target, Montana Senator John Tester, suggesting that he has dirt on the Democrat. Well, I know things about Tester that I could say, too. And if I said them... He'd never be elected again. Before we get to our first guest, I do want to note, we did ask the White House to provide us with a representative to join us this morning to discuss North Korea and more. The White House declined our invitation. Joining us now from his home state of Oklahoma is Republican Senator James Langford. He's a member of the Senate Intelligence and the Senate Homeland Security Committees. Uh, Senator, first of all, I know that you're uh, at an event right now uh, honoring uh, the survivors and the victims uh, of the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, tell us briefly, if you would, just about that event. Yeah, April 19th, uh, 1995, we lost 168 uh, Americans here at the federal building bombing. It was domestic violence, domestic terrorism that happened here. Every year since then, we have what we call the Memorial Marathon. It is what we call a run to remember. 
Uh, this year, there are 25,000 runners all coming to remember uh, what hatred and what violence when that spills over what that really does to lives and families. There are literally runners from all 50 states that are here, 13 countries. Uh, so it's a very significant event. We're right in the middle of it right now. And our thoughts and, and our, our, our hugs are going out to the people of Oklahoma uh, today. Let's turn to the news if we can, sir. Uh, the White House says uh, that the accusations um, brought forward uh, by the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee against Rear Admiral Jackson, they're not true. Republican Senator Johnny Isaacson, who chairs the committee, says he has no problem with how Senator John Tester, the Democrat that's on the committee, how he released this information, but the president is on the attack. What do you make of this controversy? Yeah, this is a back and forth. Obviously, this is a part of the normal vetting process that the Senate does. Uh, the Senate takes every uh, individual that's been nominated by the president, no matter who the president is, goes to, first to the committee process, makes the nomination decision that they choose to make on whether they're going to do what's called advice and consent uh, from the Senate. This, uh, this particular nominee never made it through, actually, the committee itself. Uh, the committee did its uh, work and then never made a recommendation to the floor. So, and obviously, uh, Dr. Jackson's now pulled his nomination entirely. So it doesn't sound like you have a problem with it either. either. Uh, President Trump is now out there on the campaign trail suggesting that he has dirt on John Tester. You say John Tester was just doing the normal advice and consent role of the Senate, doing vetting of this nominee that the White House, you didn't say this, but I'll say it, the White House apparently did not do. Uh, is it inappropriate for, for President Trump to say, I have dirt on Senator Tester? Yeah, obviously the president could choose to say what he chooses to say on it. The pushing back and forth, this is part of the political world uh, in D.C. Uh, but I would say I, I'm not on the committee of jurisdiction there. Obviously the committee does its initial work. Then it comes to the full Senate, so I couldn't even tell you the rest of the details on this. I can tell you he served honorably for three different presidents. Uh, that does change the dynamics significantly when you've got somebody that served in the White House for three different presidents of two different parties uh, to then go through this process. Another breaking story this weekend, Natalia Veselnitskaya, the Russian lawyer from that infamous Trump Tower meeting in June 2016, she told NBC News that she has closer ties to the Kremlin uh, than originally disclosed. She now calls herself a, quote, informant for the Russian government. Uh, President Trump talked about this last night. Take a listen. Now, all of a sudden, she supposedly is involved with government. You know why? If, it, if she did that, because Putin and the group said... You know, this Trump is killing us. Why don't you say that you're involved with government so that we can go and make their life in the United States even more chaotic? It's an interesting theory, uh, but, but more to the, the point about the, the role of Natalia Veselnitskaya. You're on the Senate Intelligence Committee. What do you know about the role she plays with the Kremlin, if anything? Well, the role she plays with the Kremlin is if you're an attorney uh, at any point in Russia and you're especially in Moscow and working with uh, any individuals of the oligarchs, you're going to have some connection with government. And they, you may not know as an American what that is. Uh, it depends on the contracts, depends on the individuals that she had the opportunity to be able to work with. Uh, but there will be some sort of connection in some place in that. The interesting thing is to be able to actually see the meeting uh, that she was a part of. We've done extensive investigation, walked through multiple interviews with everybody that was there to try to get the full information, the full details about that meeting, how it happened, what happened there, what happened afterwards. Uh, so we will have that in our final report because we've done a very extensive look through of that meeting. Was any so-called dirt on Hillary Clinton shared with the Trump campaign at that meeting as far as you know? 
Well, that was the implication of the meeting itself when they uh, they said that they were bringing some things to that meeting. Actually, the topic of that meeting was never about dirt uh, from Hillary Clinton uh, once the actual meeting actually occurred. And we have cooperation from multiple individuals that were actually there at the meeting and around it. The big challenge there, though, is obviously she was trying to come to be able to institute something in this conversation about getting more Russians to have sanctions removed from them. Uh, there was none of that. And there was no agreement about that at all. And no. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So, you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.